Good morning. Kids, I need some help this morning. What's the link? Salt, wooden forks, vinegar and paper. Come on, kids. What's the link? Go on. Go on, shout it out for me. Oh, they can be all white. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that was a lot more technical than I was. Well done. Brilliant. What do you reckon I was going for? Bearing in mind, I like food. Chips, fish and chips. Lovely. Next one. Oh, I don't know if I dare say this after yesterday. McGregor, Elmo, Livermore and Huddleston. Oh, the whole city, the mighty tigers. Next one. Rock, pop, folk, and electro swing. I've only heard about electro swing recently. Anyone know what the link is between all of those things? Music, lovely. Just, uh, just to give you an advance notice, I'm going to start a Eurovision Connect. All right, so if you're a big Eurovision fan, which I am, poor Darren had to watch the best of Eurovision on Friday night. And he had to listen to me getting really excited when Bobby Sox came on and when Johnny Logan came on. I love Johnny Logan. Um, so if you're interested, come and see me. And I don't want any of you, you know, people who are going to boo me. And uh, if you're not interested, just don't come and see me. But, you know, Eurovision Connect if you're interested. Last one then. People who smell of fish, fanatics, wealthy crooks and Bible school kids. What's the link? They're all in this room. You're not far off. <laughs> Pardon? They're all types of people. Well, actually, I want to introduce you to a dream team right now. So I could do with four kids to come and help me. Four kids. I've now got all the kids hiding. Oh, I've got one up already. I've got two up. That's brilliant. All right. Uh, can I have you, young man, as well? And Rebecca, do you want to come up and help me? Right, guys. Hang on a minute. Right, Zach. Can you please put this brown thing on for me? Darren, can you come and help Zach maybe get that on and then hold that fish? You can be my fisherman, all right? Oh, sorry, young man. Right, can I ask you to hold my bag like that? Make sure you can see it because that's very important. Young man, could you put this cloak on for me? No, 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 this young man here. Daz, can you can come and assist? And then you've got to have a you've got to have a secret sword as well. And you're having my Bible, believe it or not. There you go. You hold that. Now, what we've got here is, believe it or not, it's a dream team. Doesn't look like one, but it is. I can assure you. So we have a fisherman. All right. Now, James and Peter. Sorry, not James. Yeah, Peter and Andrew. Sorry, from the Bible, who were disciples, were fishermen. They were hardworking. A little bit smelly, if the truth be known. Daz used to work in a restaurant. He used to fillet fish and he said it took him days to get the smell of fish off him. All right, they were hard-working men. Can you, show, can you go like that for me and show you hard-working like that, looking all strong and tough for me? Fabby. We've got here, we've got another disciple called Matthew who was a tax collector. He's got a swag bag there. Now, the problem with the tax collectors, they weren't very popular then or now. Uh, but basically... All right, they were rich at a price. They'd thrown their lot in with the Romans and they were not only working for the Romans, they were robbing their own people. So they were really, really unpopular. Now, Daniel, don't take this personally, but can we boo him? After three, one, two, three. Oh, nothing personal, nothing personal. Now here, all right, I have another disciple, Simon. Now he was a zealot. Now he was the religious fanatic. Now he was religious and he knew it, but he also, can you get your sword out, favoured armoured rebellion against the Romans. So that's why he's got his sword, because secretly what he would have done is kept that under there just at any time to be able to 
a Roman. All right. And finally here, we have a runaway disciple slash Bible school kid. All right. This was Philip, he was a disciple of John the Baptist before he was a disciple of Jesus. So he will have known a lot about religious matters, but he wasn't quite as fanatical as this guy over here because he didn't carry a sword and want to kill the Romans. But if you look at these guys, naturally speaking, this is a team or part of the team that Jesus assembled as the disciples. Now, it wasn't really a dream team because quite honestly, the fishermen over here won't have liked the tax collector because the fishermen here worked really, really hard and he kept robbing him. So he didn't really like him. The religious fanatic certainly didn't like the tax collector because the religious fanatic didn't like the Romans and this guy worked for the Romans. This guy here didn't really like this guy here because, well, she wasn't religious enough for him and certainly didn't like this guy down here because he had no faith at all, probably, no real belief. So basically, Jesus assembled this team that on the face of it, was not a dream team and yet Jesus picked fishermen, tax collectors, zealots and also a Bible school kid if you like to make a dream team. Now when I look at this guy, not these guys but when I look at that I sort of realise that Jesus doesn't have an actual type. He doesn't pick a certain type of person to follow him. He welcomes the fishermen, he welcomes the tax collectors, the zealots and the Bible school kids and Jesus doesn't have a type of person. You don't have to be from a certain background, a certain job, a certain wealth level, a certain fanatical level to be able to follow Jesus. And you know, I think that's awesome because when I look around at us guys, we're a pretty mixed group, aren't we? Thanks, guys. You've been superb. Can I just give the kids a round of applause? That's awesome. Yeah, if you can just... You know, when I look around this room, I, I see that we are all so different. Now, as many of you will know, I am a huge Hull City fan, and I don't care how badly we do. I'll be a Hull City, City till I die, girl. But, you know, in this room... I know that there are Leeds United supporters. I know that there are even West Bromwich Albion fans. And you know what? Such, such is the, the ability of Jesus to unite me. I can even be in the room with those kind of people. Do you know? And it's actually, it is, it's truly awesome that, you know, Jesus doesn't have a type of person, but he calls us all to follow him. And you know what? We can be different, but we can be united behind the Jesus that died on that cross for us and was wrote and raised from the dead. And this morning, that's why we're really here, isn't it, guys? You know, we can be who we are, united behind Jesus. You know, when I look at the death and resurrection of Jesus, there's a few things that, you know, that have been said and done. And I just want to look at a couple of things. Firstly, after Jesus had risen again, he said this in Matthew, Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. He said, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, even to the ends of the earth. The disciples were told to go and make more disciples. Now a disciple is basically just a follower of Jesus. And you know what? When you begin to understand what Jesus did on that cross of Calvary, what that actually is calling is, I've done this and what I want from you guys is I want you to be my disciples. I want you to come and follow me. And you know, 
Jesus, um, Jesus spoke, told that to his disciples and his disciples understood it because if we look at the early church in Acts 2 verse 44, it says this, all the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold their property and possessions to give to anyone in need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread together in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts at praising God and enjoying favour with the people. You know, the early disciples realised that actually when you look at the cross, the response that we should have isn't just to go, I believe that, that's great for me. It should be, I believe that, that's great for me and I want to be part of Team Jesus. And you know what the church is, and I know it's cheesy, but we are Team Jesus and we are called to be together. So not only does Jesus not have a type, but he calls each one of us, he calls us to be his own, but he calls us to be together and to be part of Team Jesus. Now, I am, as I've mentioned a couple of times already, a whole city supporter. And you know what? My year eights have soon realised on a Monday morning that if they don't want to work, the easiest thing to do is, is to say something along the lines of, Mrs Andrews, what do you think about City's performance on Saturday? And before you know it, we're down this track of, well, you know what, McGregor had a, <laughs> had a bad game yesterday. And da, 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 da. Now, I could be a Hull City supporter on my own. I could listen to Burnsy on the radio um, and never talk to anyone about it. But you know what? It is much better when I talk about it with other people, when I am with other people who have that. And you know what? The same is true for us. We are called not to be Christians on our own, but to be a community. Together, community, band of brothers, being disciples, whatever you call it, it isn't just a good idea, it's a God idea. Oh, I like it. You know, the Bible right in the beginning in Genesis, God says it's not good for us to be alone. And as Christians, it isn't good for us to be alone. A church sign that I've, I, I googled some church signs because I love those church signs. I wish we had a church we could put that outside. And I know it's cheesy and we never would, but oh, some of them are great. It says the best vitamins for Christians are B1. Oh, I thought that was really ace. You know what? We are. Jesus picks a multitude of people and we don't have to be a certain type of person for Jesus to call us. But when he calls us, he calls us to himself, but also to each other. And you know, the fact is that this team works better with you and also it's good for you to be part of the team. Two little illustrations. Firstly, a farmer noticed a highway truck pulling up on the hard shoulder. A man got out and dug a hole. Then he got back into the truck. Then the other occupant got out and filled the hole back up and got back up in the truck. 50 yards, when, uh, sorry, every 50 yards, this amazing process was repeated. What are you doing? The farmer asked. And the driver replied, we're on a highway beautification process, but the guy who plants the trees is at home sick today. So basically these guys were filling the hole, they were doing their bit, getting back in, but the guy who actually planted the tree was missing. And you know what? We are stronger together. I'm sorry, I don't want to sound political or anything because that did sound a bit political. But um, we are stronger together, aren't we? We all need to be doing our part. And my question to you is, are you at home sick? Now, obviously you're not because you're in church this morning. But in terms of being involved and being part of the team, are you at home sick? Are you not doing what, you're, what you know you're meant to be doing? Are you not engaging in the way that you know God's challenging you and encouraging you to? You know, we are much better when we 
are all involved. Secondly, it's better for you if you're involved. Darren, I think ages ago, and I've heard it on a, quite a few um, uh, shows and programmes, talked about the V, the geese that fly in the V. You know what? Some very intelligent person, has not me, has worked out that the geese are 71% more efficient when they fly in the V than when they fly on their own. You know, you can do Christian life on your own, but we are so much more efficient when we do it together. So not only is it good for us when we all do our bit, it's good for you when we all are part of that team. And you know, I really, I know you guys are here this, this morning and I don't want to feel like I'm preaching to the converted, but you know, you can come to church, can't you? And just sit on the fringe, do you know what I mean? And come and go and come and go. But you know, I want to encourage you to really connect as that as that as that sort of um advert's been saying and also as well if you look around this morning you think do you know what i noticed so and so isn't here today i noticed so and so hasn't been around as much why don't you just fling them a text encouraging them to to be part of the team because you know what jesus calls us all to be part of the team and to come together and you know i know some of you this morning might be thinking you know what you know i've heard of jesus but i'm not really sure what i think about it all can i just tell you why I love him. Can I just tell you why I believe that he wants you to be part of the team? You know, on Good Friday, we believe as Christians, don't we, that Jesus, who the Bible says was a good man, the son of God, sinless, died and took everything that could separate us from God. And we believe that he died and that um, on Easter Sunday, he rose again, beating everything that could separate us from God. You know, and that is, that is, the, te- that is the main bit of our faith. But you know what? I was looking at the cross again this this, uh, this Christmas, this Easter, and I've been thinking about it. And on the cross, Jesus says these words in Mark 15. He says, uh, it says, at noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And then at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Ella, Ella, lama sabachthani. Yeah, I don't know that bit. Uh, Which actually means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You know, when Jesus was on that cross, he took everything that was going to separate us from God. But not only that, he actually was totally forsaken. He was totally alone. But you know what? Jesus was totally alone on that cross so that you and I would never have to be. Because, you know, when we put our faith in him... When we put our faith in him, we know that God will never leave us or forsake us because that's what his words told us. But also we should never be alone in the natural because we, should, we are called to be part of Team Jesus. We're called to be part of this community. And you know that bit about never being alone. Easter screams to me that God never wants us to be alone. It screams of a God who loves us enough to take all the loneliness and to place himself right in the middle of our humanity. And it screams of a God who wants us to come to know him so we're never alone but also to get to know each other so that we have that we're never alone in the physical as well and you know what sometimes you know I teach a topic at school and it's are we alone Uh, and it's all to do with uh, life on other planets and things like that but you know what whenever I teach it I feel like screaming no we're not because God is always with us and because we're called to be part of the motley crew that is the church we might not look like a dream team from the outside but the disciples didn't look like a dream team so I don't think we need to worry about that but you know what God calls us to be together and to be a, a dream team you know today if you are lonely can I just encourage you that God says in Hebrews 13 never will I leave you never will I forsake you because you know what God took all our loneliness on the cross but also when we believe in him we're not only 
We're not only not alone because we have Jesus. We're also not alone because we're called to be part of this team, called to be part of the church. And the church is a place where it doesn't matter what your background is, what your age is, what you're into. We even accept Leeds fan in the church of God. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter any of those things. All it matters is that we come and we unite behind Jesus. And you know, that doesn't mean that we don't get changed along our ways. Matthew, all right, didn't keep robbing people blind while he followed Jesus. We do change slightly and we do, we do get changed from glory to glory is what the Bible says. But ultimately, we, we're still free to be ourselves. And you know, this Easter Sunday, can I just really encourage you, really encourage you that actually, you know, Jesus' death on the cross meant that we never need to be alone because God is always with us. He took all our loneliness. Do you know what I mean? But also, we're never meant to be alone because as Jesus died on that cross, not only did he say, come to me, he also said, come and be part of my gang. Come and be part of my team. You can come regardless of your background, your age, and come and play your part. And if you're a Christian, this morning, can I encourage you, come and, and plant your tree. Don't be homesick. Take your place in the, in the body of Christ. You know, I, I know that it is our theme at the minute is like living in circles. But you know what? It's so true. It's good for the body of Christ when we all take our place. But it's also good for us because we'll be more efficient. Can I just encourage you this Easter? You know, think about that for yourselves. But also, if you know there are people missing today, give them a text. Encourage them. Tell them, yeah, this is the place you need to be. You know, can we just pray? Because I just want to thank Jesus for everything he's done for me. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you have called us to be part of your gang, called us to be part of your motley crew. And Lord, I just pray this Easter that Father God, although on the outside, sometimes we don't always look like a dream team. I thank you to you. We are the dream team and that you call us to come to you, to know you, but also to work alongside each other. Lord, I pray for each one of my brothers and sisters here. Father, I pray that they will know their place. Father God, not only with you, but in the body of Christ and be able to fulfill their part father in that brilliant body that is the the body that is the church and Lord God I just want to thank you that you sent Jesus to die for me I thank you that that meant that I never need to be alone again and I thank you that it means that I belong here in your body amen amen